world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot that only ten rounds to protect your life. Most listen to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. New name for the ten round magazine yeah. uh, that goes into effect December tenth. Those are communist magazines. Commie mags. Commie mags. We have commie mags, right. and then we have freedom mags. Yeah. After December tenth in New Jersey, we're only allowed commie mags. Commie mags. Okay. Uh, so we're still waiting for the uh, Third Circuit with their determination and ruling, as everybody heard. Obviously, Scott Bach or Dan Schmutter will be on in the future. We also, uh, I just want to alert you that the cheeseman uh, Gillard case is progressing. And again, you know, uh, again, shameless pitch, but they're looking for money, and it's GoFundMe, Restore-Carry. Dash NJ, Cheeseman and Gillard. I am trying to coordinate Cheeseman and Gillard and J Factor to come up on the show. We're probably going to tape two shows that day. We're going to tape one show with Cheeseman and Gillard to go over their, their case and the dynamics. And I would like to do a show with uh, J Factor since he seems to be the concealed carry constitutional expert because every time he comes here, he brings these leather bound books I that know. came over on the Mayflower. Next time we're going to make him bring the books okay. and we'll mug him out of the Seriously, I think he has an original copy of the Magna Carta. In his trunk. Yes. He carries uh, it with him. Yes, he carries it with him. And uh, so I want to get those guys on. So if you're listening to the show, so do not forget Restore-Carry-NJ. It's the uh, Cheeseman-Gillard case. And again, the, the Rogers case is progressing. We're waiting for the Supremes. And the Magban case, uh, we're waiting to mm-hmm. see what the Third Circuit says. So hold on to your freedom mags. We have until December 10th, and then they become uh, communist mags. Speaking, go ahead, Sandy, you were going to say something? I, I was wondering, <clears throat> a question got uh, raised over the weekend, uh, not here, but about here. Uh, what about these, um, what is it, Keltec make that shotgun where you can load the, the KSG. KSG. Yes. Is that still going to be legal in New Jersey? Or? Um, I don't know. Um, that's a good question for Knappen. I'll ask okay. him. Well, it's, uh, let's see, it's semi-auto, it's tubular, integrated tubular. I believe the law is, well, I'm, I'm not going to say. I don't, I don't know. But uh, you guys can uh, go on and look at Knappen's book if you want. We have the newest copy here. We just pushed out on the Gun for Hire Tip of the Spear 2A page uh, the new uh, uh, Knappen's determination on the new red flag laws, which we're going to be talking about probably next week. And we're probably going to have Pirelli on the show. Okay. We just have some scheduling problems right now because uh, there's, you know, we're not doing it consistently right now. But as soon as we get back on a consistent schedule, I got a few people lined up. I also have a guy who's going to come on who was on one of those Knife Maker Guild shows. He shoots in the range here. Oh, and, great. Yeah, it's really cool. For you people that aren't hip to everything, I had Fat Boy in the range uh, last week. His Instagram is Fatboy underscore SSE. This is a 25-year-old dude who grew up in Newark. Uh, heavy set African American kid, and he has 5.4 million Instagram followers. Wow! 
And he's a mild hit. He recovered. He he sold drugs in his teens. He went to jail a couple times, minor stuff, you know, dealing or whatever. And then he saw the light and he does some rap music. But basically what he does is he goes around and he shoots hysterical videos. He's like a comedian or really a comedian. And he gained this huge following. Now, he was not on my radar uh, up until Saturday night. He came in the range with a couple of his friends Saturday night to shoot. Nice guys. I mean, young guys and uh, hip-hop-y type guys. And him and I shot a video on the tactical Vespa in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anybody wants to come here and take pictures with the tactical be- Vespa, please, you're more than welcome to do so. And he posted it. And within two days, he got 380,000 likes on the video of him and I. And I gained 2,000 Instagram followers. Wow. So I went to bed Saturday night, and I woke up Sunday morning, Sunday morning, and I had 100 and seven Instagram messages, direct oh messages. What are your hours? Where are you located? How old do you have to be to shoot? How much does it cost? This dude just blew me up. And I've had like James Hetfield and Roger Taylor yeah, from right. Queen and Bon Jovi here. But that's pretty strong. 5.4 I mean, million followers. With celebrities all the time. Yeah, sports, and, sports people. Which correct. We don't know. We're not supposed <laughs> to say. We, yeah. Now, a lot of people, he's not for a lot of people uh, because he's more like. Uh, like in the hood type of presentation, but I watched about 30 of his Instagram videos. He's hysterical. He's fat and he don't care. You, you know what I mean? He just, fat te- boy? yeah, his name is fat boy underscore SSE. He just, he just tells it like it is. He has a YouTube channel. He has some music. I just thought it was cool. You know, we have so much diversity here and we have so much uh, going on uh, that it's so nice to break the stereotypes. And here these five guys came in and uh, they had a great time. They shot for like two hours and then they left, and he left his mark on my place, which I think is extremely cool. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So if, if you go on the Gun for Hire Instagram or the Anthony Calandro Facebook fan page, you'll see the video of him and I. It's kind of hysterical. I threw him off the Vespa because he, he was back, riding he might it hard. Be good to have on the show too, just for fun. Yeah, we we talked about that, and he's constantly traveling around. You know, yeah. Because when you're an Instagram uh, influencer like that, you get a lot of product placement stuff. Oh, I see. Like yeah. people invite you, you go and try their perfume, and then he says, go on the website and use Fatboy SSE as the promo code, and you get a discount, and he gets an aboost. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you have a strong file. Yeah. Listen, you know, it, it's pretty cool. I, I thought it was funny. Now I know about him, and he grew up in Irvington, New Jersey. I grew up in Newark, wow. so, wow, that's you know, cool. yeah, and he, he's from this area. So it was it was a good time. Let's let's talk about the, the first hit in New Jersey. New Jersey is now preparing a lawsuit. The attorney general and the state police are preparing a lawsuit against the federal government because they don't want to adhere to the LEOSA guidelines. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, they don't want retired cops oh my to God. carry guns in New Jersey. Okay, from the LEOSA guidelines, uh, uh, retire PBA Local 500. New Jersey has historically attempted to find ways to limit law enforcement applications to New Jersey residents. This guidance is directly contrary to LEOSA. Under LEOSA, states have a mandatory duty to recognize the right to carry that LEOSA establishes. Congress did not afford states the discretion to redefine either who are qualified LE or who is eligible for the LE right. Welcome to our world. You know what? what? All you guys who voted to keep your police pensions and you voted for Murphy, 
Wow. Welcome What's to a, our world. We're, we're giving away Vaseline if you want to stop at the You range. know, already in New Jersey, under Leosa, it's illegal. New Jersey says that retired cops can't carry hollow points. Yeah, they, they, it, it, I mean, they've been a- after the same thing for years, 1992. Right? Yeah. Since 1992, Leosa's been bouncing around. It was strengthened uh, under Obama, actually. Yeah. Uh, so you're deputizing all your retired officers. Right. New Jersey makes it extremely hard. We've discussed this a million times, but we have arson investigators who went through the police academy and carry a gun and qualify every six months right. for 30 years. The day they retire, New Jersey State Police says they're not retired L.E., prosecutors, assistant prosecutors, attorney generals, deputy attorney generals, whoever it may be that tries to get a car- to get their carry permit retired, they squash it. They're only they only want the full-time bona fide law enforcement officers, but they're trying to make new rules. So, uh our attorney general and uh this came from Al Alonzo, by the way, a long-time listener of wow. Gun for Hire Radio. And uh, so they're going to make it harder for you retired cops. So all you cops that are still on a job that have a year or two to go, you look forward to maybe not ever being able to carry a gun or get any side work or anymore. But he did secure your pensions for a couple of extra years. So till we run out of more money. Uh, yeah, which is that, that's coming, uh, soon. coming down the pike. Yeah. We are legalizing marijuana. Yes, we are. It only can be run by union employees in oh. the shops. That's in the bill. Are you, wait, wait, wait. Really? Yes, For it's real? in the bill. Oh, my it's God. It's in the bill. Employees have to be unionized. Oh, my God. Yes. Welcome what, what, to what, socialism. What is it? Which health and hospitals? It's going it? to be local get high. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Teamsters local get high. Yeah. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. There's also medicinal marijuana, obviously, that people need. Uh, but... But yeah, yeah, but that's it has without to be, the THC. Correct. It's going to uh, the, it has to be union run, union shops. So he's working on that. He's pushing hard for the fifteen dollar uh, minimum wage, which is going to cripple many small businesses. I'm lucky because that's the minimum I start employees at my right. range. I don't fall under that, but I feel bad. As soon as I it feel, goes in, your fifteen dollar people are going to go whoa. Yeah. If I feel bad for my fifteen, seventeen, eighteen dollar an hour people that they're going to see, well, I could get a job at McDonald's and make the same amount of money. So now I'm going to be competing with people Everyone. with room temperature IQs. Yes, exactly. Right. And businesses are going to hire less people because they're going to have yes. to pay more. They're going to yes. automate more. It's the only way to survive. Capitalism will find a way over yeah. socialism till they take our guns away. Right. Then we only have one choice. The difference between capitalism and socialism is ca- socialism, we still have a few guns left. Communism, no guns left. Right. Okay. And socialism is just communism light. Yes. History lesson over. Yes. I guess that's civics, isn't it? you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise and although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her six foot four, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day, she was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. 
and chances are when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick, but just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage. This segment of our show is being brought to you by 2A chiropractor Dr. Henry Medallion. We've been telling you about Dr. Medallion for quite a while now, but here's Jen, a listener and a busy mother of three, to tell her story. I'm a mom of three kids, and um, I've got two herniated discs, and I have some sciatic issues. I couldn't stand for more than 10 minutes, literally. I just, I would be in pain, and I'd sit, sit down like I was an 80-year-old. And I've been going to doctors for like four years. The traditional doctors, they do the steroid shots. I've got nerve ablations, and nothing seemed to hold for more than maybe six months. I'd always have to go back to that traditional thing, which always seemed to be a Band-Aid effect for me. And I heard Dr. Medallion and all the different ways that he approaches things, not just one particular avenue. There are a lot of different tools in his toolbox, so to speak. So I was like, why not try them out? So I went down there, tried them out. Now I'm able to stand and walk around and be a lot more mobile than I was before. So that's a huge, huge change. So if you're in pain, take it from Jen. Relief is just a click away. Dr. Henry Medallion, Medallion Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, M-A-D-A-L-I-A-N dot com. Anthony? I'm here, I'm here. Shut up. All right, so listen. So the way it works in New Jersey now is that we've talked about this before. Illegals are identified as legal. So that's the top of the tier. Correct. And... No, second tier. Second tier. And yeah. legals are now identified as illegals, especially when the commie mag ban uh, goes in. Okay? Yeah, that so, works. so here's how it works that we have free tuition for illegals. We have driver's licenses, which means we'll be able to register to vote. We also have uh, free health care for illegals. 
And uh, what else? A $2. million legal fund they just funded. We're looking to raise the minimum wage. We're going to make marijuana legal uh, in dispensaries. And on top of that, wow, phone call from Washington, D.C. You think it's Trump? It might be. He might know I'm on the show. And then, of course, us legal taxpaying citizens will be illegal uh, come December 10th. So it's bizarro world. Yeah, yeah. Everything is the exact opposite the, the way it, the way it should be. In our in our life, which is really really shitty, uh, my aunt's rants will no longer be on Instagram. The reason I will not be putting aunt's rants on Instagram is because it's a one minute time limit, and I need more time for that. So you will be able to find aunt's rants on you Twitter. You just get pissed off, warmed up by a minute. Yes, yeah. but Twitter, LinkedIn. Facebook, and YouTube, you can find me. I will still be posting stuff on Instagram, but a couple, the next few posts will be a redirect to those other sites. But I don't want to be constrained by, uh, by that. I was also suspended for 24 hours on LinkedIn. Uh, because I discussed what, the, what did you well, I discussed that the three tiers. And oh. I said that the first tier is the political elites and the rich repulsive socialists. The second tier was illegals and criminals, and the third tier was us law-abiding, tax-paying citizens. So someone posted, I'm reporting you to LinkedIn. Those are racist comments. And then LinkedIn suspended me, and they sent me an email. Someone assumed that all the criminals you were speaking of were somehow... Well, I I didn't know criminals and illegals were a race. Oh, yeah, I didn't either. You know, you know what I mean. But they did. They assumed that. Yes. So would that make them the racist? I guess. Yes, they are. Yeah. So anyway, I got back on after 24 hours, and you know, I'm okay with that. So uh, anyway, <laughs> you got a 24-hour timeout. Yeah. And you see why I'm pissed off about the erosion of the First Amendment rights of this country. Correct. It's being taken over by private companies who are responsible to no one. Can you imagine back... Now, they regulated Ma Bell, right? And they had to break up the phone company. That we re, We're old enough to remember the phone company. Yes. And they broke that all up because it had to be deregulated, right? Had Correct. To be, had to be more constrained, couldn't be centralized. It was a monopoly. And that controlled it. But out of nowhere um, did they... Um, did Al Capone... Uh, get refused a telephone line. Nowhere did uh, the the KKK members were refused a telephone line. Nowhere did uh, Louis Screwy Louis Farrakhan mm. got a telephone line. But here, if you say the wrong thing, the political correctness. Do you remember when Ron Sousa said political correctness is our Sharia law? It is absolutely. It is. Well, the masters of the universe, you know, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Google, and all of that. They're obviously all left leaning, so they have an agenda, and they continue to push that agenda. So they censor everything, and because it's their private platform, they can do whatever they want. And they're left leaning because they bought off the left and the left was just happy enough to go along with them. Silicon Valley, you know, all the tech companies uh, are in bed with the, with the Democrat government. Correct. And, and half of the Correct. Republicans, 90% of the Republicans. You know, we don't have, all we have now is crony capitalism. Yep. Thanks to Mr. Obama. 
Uh, yeah, well, let's start it way before oh, Obama, God, too. Come yes. on, it's been going no, on for 200 years. Yeah, exactly. Go right. back to the robber barons. So, yeah. you know, Obama's the, the current president uh, that we can blame it on. And you don't think crony capitalism is going on under Trump? Of course it Remember, is. Remember, beware the military-industrial complex. Mm-hmm. you got to keep feeding that yep. monster. Absolutely. If we have no Constant wars, war. if we have no wars, these people, these fat cats don't make any money. So what if a couple hundred thousand innocent Americans... American boys and girls die or get post-traumatic stress disorder or they're amputees. So what? And it's not just, just the, not just the Americans either. Our bombs kill other people too. Oh, of course, of course. So I agree. I, well, I've been saying it for how many years now? Yeah. The United States should stop being the police of the world. Absolutely. Okay. Stop Absolutely. sending money to foreign countries and let them hate us for free. Right. That's what okay? brought Rome down. People don't Correct. understand that. Ro- read the rise and fall yeah. of the Roman Empire. We've discussed this so, so many, many times. times I yeah. read that book three times. Sandy, I want to do some um, housekeeping. I've got some letters that have been waiting for a long time. David in Texas asked us uh, about closet gun owners, and he thanked us for answering it on show 386. And he said, uh, thanks for answering my question in such detail. I knew it was bad uh, being a gun owner in New Jersey, but I didn't realize the social stigma went as far as it does. It, It really, you know, it's really rough. I know it's especially frustrating since if you could just mobilize most of those closet gun owners to come out and have a voice, none of you would get pushed around anywhere near as much. You'd still be a minority, but nowhere near as badly as you appear now. So he said to his question, I asked him where he lived. He lives in central east Texas. He's a couple hours away from Austin, but I've lived there before and I'm familiar with the political climate there. You're right. It's a liberal mecca. I do like a lot about the city itself, though, and I've got some friends and family in the Austin area, so I visit it. If you want to send me a Gun for Hire t-shirt, I did already. And for what it's worth, I've got a strong background in law enforcement. It's really hard to listen to all the stories about the police and prosecutors in New Jersey jamming people up for those firearms violations, in quotes. Down here, the vast majority of us strongly support citizens arming themselves as long as they're not prohibited for some reason. There's only a few officers running around at any given time, and we know we can't, they can't be everywhere at once or respond to calls as fast as everyone wishes we could. Folks who can defend themselves and their property are much more likely to come out on top. Thanks again and keep up the good work. Well, thank you, David. But yes, because we're surrounded by liberals, like imagine you, David, not being a cop and being a gun owner and living in right in the center of Austin. You know, yeah. uh, they'd key scratch your car if you had an NRA sticker on the window. Absolutely. I mean, that's, here, that's, that's what it boils down right, to. I mean, we've said it over and over again. Here, an NRA sticker on the back of your window is probable cause. To pull you over. Knappen yeah. has said that numerous times. Have You know, having a bag in your car, David, that says Glock is probable cause Absolutely. to search your car. Yeah, yeah. That's take how Take you works. out of the car, put you in handcuffs, and search your car. Correct, correct. Uh, so I took, you know, we're running out of time for HR 38, the Concealed Carry Reciprocity Act. We only have until the end of the year. And if uh, Mitch McConnell, the turtle, doesn't put it up yeah, for a vote, it dies. Like, it dies. And, and now, and to. now the House is going to be majority Democrats for the next two years at least. So we're not going to get national reciprocity. There's this whole thing online, uh, petitions and stuff to get them to vote on it. But you know what? They haven't done it till now. What makes you think they're going to do it? 
They're just not going. They don't care. They don't want to do it. This was from John Petrolino. He says, here's a good question for maybe to answer. Now that the election's over, it's my understanding that the newly elected leaders don't take office till January. Correct. What does that mean for the bills? He asked about H.R. 38. H.R. 38 is live until co- Congress, uh, the House and Senate retire at the end of December. Right. They could vote on this bill and Trump would sign it yeah. before Today. Pelosi becomes the speaker. You know, they could ramrod everything. You know, everything that's sitting there. Correct. Right, correct. And Trump would sign it. But they won't. And he also wrote, in other enlightening news, it looks like the First Circuit denied that we have a right to defense outside the home via a Massachusetts lawsuit. Looks like we have another contender for a possible SCOTUS suit. This is true. To the best of my recollection, we have several cases doing the round. Scott talked about this, all right? Uh, We have one in California, one in Massachusetts, one in Hawaii, one in New York, and one in New Jersey. He also asked about the knife right case for assisted knives and stuff. And uh, Doug uh, Ritter from Knife Rights, they're raising money uh, to go to the Supreme Court with that as well. And uh, he also, he sees that, uh, you know, it's a, he's bummed out about Cheeseman and uh, Gillard not uh, proceeding, but we knew that. Uh, and he asked again, what's wrong with the 1.5 million? It's about 1 million gun owners in New Jersey. And uh, he also says he's not a social media uh, patriot. I coined that term, okay? SMP, social media media patriot, one who sits on ass and complains and bitches online and doesn't donate and doesn't get mobilized and doesn't get active and come out to the state house or the rallies or anything. You are an SMP. When you donate to the GoFundMe, uh, the Restore-Carry-NJ, put in the notes, I am not an SMP, so we know that. My buddy Gene Rossi, he moved from New Jersey to Delaware, right? Mm-hmm. And he's bragging about his gun rights. Listen to this email. So Bloomberg money got the best of Delaware. Yep. Many anti-gun state reps got elected. All the gun bills we fought off last year will come up again, and now they will pass. Banning ARs, magazine bans, and maybe even going after open carry and possibly a change to our state constitution, which could effectively screw CCW. This country is effed up. Gene, welcome to our world. Yeah. We talked about this. You can run, but you can't hide. Right. There's only a very small One. strip of water that uh, separates New Jersey. Correct. And the politics is the same. And it's all the same, and it's it's like a cancer. It's going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. And, you know, everybody's got to stand and fight. I'm telling you right now, what happens in New Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey. Red flag laws are popping up everywhere because of New Jersey. And you're going to continue to see this happen over and over again. Listen, Florida was close, but you know what? They're going to they're going to going to fall next time. Florida was just a test. uh, You know, was it? Oh, yeah. To see what we could get away with. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Now, I got another one from Lou Maffey, who came in the range last week. He says, this rant is spot on. People seem to forget that 11 years ago, the same happened in the Ivy Hill section. Oh, we're talking about illegals killing people. Okay, catch and release. So far this year, ICE has not been able to detain 192 people accused of felonies in Middlesex County. Because just, they're a just, sanctuary county. Just Middlesex County. Just Middlesex County. 192 well, felons. Well, Governor Freestuff is going to move to make New Jersey a sanctuary state. Oh, great. So everybody, right? And Lou Maffey says he's not an SMP, and he had a great time with his uh, 12-year-old son when he came down to the range. So I got about almost half the, the mail done. I feel good now. Yeah, we got a lot piled up.
Who's sending it in? For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra-wide ports so two people can stand side-by-side side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well-lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well-lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right. We have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, Building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. To me it's very important that people are treated like family so the bathrooms are very high end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left you'll notice our retail area over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. You ever breathe and you got one of them swinging boogers like a speed bag all the way up in the top of your nose, okay, and it, every time you breathe in, it flops back, and every time you exhale, it flops forward, but you can't get it? You ever have... No? Am I supposed to respond to that? Yes. Okay. New sponsor. <laughs> Don't forget our new sponsor coming up as soon as Dr. Brian Tintance, Brian Tance comes on the show. NewYorkSmile.com, 210 East 68th Street. New York, New York. Brian you can still go Tance. there before he comes. Yes, NewYorkSmile.com. Give him some love. Give Dr. Medallion some love. Give the Shooter's Gauntlet some love on social media and Yelp and TripAdvisor and they Google. They are the reason Give you are listening right now. Give out there. Share it far and wide with friends and family. This shit don't come cheap. 
I got. I think I had one more letter. <laughs> it should, but it doesn't. Uh this one's. This is really good. Okay. Uh, hold on. There it is. The last one. This is from Jules. Aunt, I just discovered a family member who's been experiencing chronic nerve pain for many months and had been referred to the medical marijuana program. Oh, no guns, okay? Uh, and he said this is why he doesn't listen. Uh, he, that's why he never misses Gun for Hire podcast. Oh, and guess what? There are 42 frequently asked questions on the New Jersey Board of Health website relating to the medicinal marijuana program. This is it. None of it mentions anywhere on the site about 4473. You can either bang or bong. Right. You can't do, can't do both. both. Right. Forty-four seventy-three. I think it's question twenty-five or twenty-six. Says that regardless of your state law, yep. federal law supersedes it. If you are on medicinal or recreational marijuana, you cannot possess guns. Listen to me, everybody. If you own a gun, legally own a gun. If you go to a doctor and get a prescription, the minute you fill that prescription, you're a felon. Okay. Uh, what about like over the counter, like CBD oil? Does that? I wonder. That I wouldn't know. We'd have to ask a doctor. Well, you I know, mean, you can get it over the counter, and you it doesn't can. have THC in it. So maybe that wouldn't be considered marijuana. I th- it could be a good question for Napin, don't you think? I'll I'll reach out to him. Yeah, I'll reach out to him ASAP. So again, let's remember this. Uh, Jules did this. Somebody had chronic back pain. They wanted to get medicinal marijuana, but they own guns. Mm. So it's it's going to get bad when New Jersey goes fully legal with marijuana. I'm going to lose a lot of customers. You know. Well, I I mean, do you think they're doing it stealth? Of course they are. You know, of course so, they are. So these they want to jam somebody up. Exactly right, and make a big, big case out of it. Correct. That's what they're going to do. Uh, so yeah, m- please be careful. Everybody out there in all 50 states, you live in Alaska, you own guns, you have post-traumatic stress disorder, and you want to get on uh, medicinal marijuana, you're going to lose your guns. Yeah. Okay. Because this so, is not a New Jersey thing. This is a federal, federal thing. It's federal. Yeah. It's amazing how certain federal laws can supersede state and local laws, but, but others, others can't. can't. Like yeah. anything involving the Second Amendment, right. we, freedom, our we, states yeah, can ro- they write can up rock and roll outs. that one. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right? You know, that's that's really But if it's going to be restrictive, which is exactly opposite of what the founders <laughs> had intended. <laughs> right? uh, did you know also uh, there's a bill that was sponsored, we talked about this a little bit, by Pallone in New Jersey, yeah. Frank Pallone. Yeah. H.R. 7115 is a nationwide proposed ban in the works, all gun parts slash ghost guns. You know, they laugh about us in New Jersey and California where we can't buy 80% lowers or you can't buy parts. Coming soon to a state near you, because yeah. what happens in New Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey. Or New York, either. How about the uh, did the social media checks now to buy a gun? Did you see that well, bill? Well, yeah, that's not... That bill... You think that bill's going to pass? It violates, like, the first, the second, the fourth, the this fifth. Is, this is New York City. We're this is it. true. It's not really... Three years social media and one year of your Google Yeah, you're supposed history. to turn over all that. And the guy who sponsored the bill... Has a criminal background. Violent criminal Violent background. Violent criminal background. So there you have it. There was a great article um, in National Review magazine about stop treating the Second Amendment as a second-class citizen. Oh. And uh, it's a great article. You who, can just uh, who wrote it? You, you can just Google it. Dave Workman. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dave Workman's a oh, good Dave guy. Workman's yeah. Great. And we need to stop treating the Second Amendment. We're the only one uh, it's treated as a second-class citizen. And it's a great article, and Dave Workman writes uh, 
a, a lot. He's a prolific writer, and if you don't know about him, you should get involved with him. He's also involved with the Second Amendment Foundation. But a uh, great article. But there was another article. Did you see Harvard University study reveals an astonishing link between firearms crime and gun control? They found a link that where there's the more Harvard? gun control. Harvard. Where there's more gun control, there's more crime. Oh, my goodness. That's no. like saying mass Say shootings happen so. in gun-free zones. No. How silly is this? So this was a Harvard study. It has not was been... Was it Harvard Public Health? Let me see. Harvard University. It was a... Uh, it is Harvard Health. Yes. Yeah. Uh, according to a study in the Harvard Journal of Law and Public Safety, Harvard Health, which cites the Centers for Disease Control, the United, uh, the, the U.S. National Academy of Sciences, and the United Nations International Study on Firearms Regulation, that more guns, uh, the more guns a nation has, the less criminal activity. <laughs> Say it ain't so, Joe. Say it ain't yeah. so. So they, the the violence in Russia is far worse than the U.S. The same with the Ukraine, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania. Okay, much much higher. China and they oh China, but but see, but China is a tough one. They really didn't list it. Okay, well they're not going to list it because they just lock your ass up and kill you. And the Chinese don't report that data. No, they don't have to report it. I've been to China. They're completely locked down. Yes, I've been to China. They they. They control everything. Everything. Okay. If you everything. Google something that yeah. you're not supposed to be Googled, you will be getting a visit by the thought police. Coming and, soon to New Jersey, by the way. Yes. It's already come to New York because that's where they're getting the, the you know, this you look back on social media because in China you now have, they expected this to go into effect in 2020, but the entire nation is in lockdown now. Correct. Already, where you soon won't be able to move or get on an airplane or do whatever if you have a low social score. And one of the things that uh, the social ranking has to deal with is associating with other people who have a lower social score than you. So if your brother or sister or mother or father or child has a lower social score than you, you better not be in contact with them. Correct. So here's some little-known facts in this Harvard study. According to Gun Owners of America, the governments of the world slaughtered more than 170 people of their <laughs> own people during the 20th century. The vast majority of those people had been disarmed by their own governments. So basically Harvard is just uh, attesting to what we've been saying for decades? Decades. Oh. How about this fact, little-known fact? Down in Australia, gun murders increased 19% and yep. armed robberies increased 69% yep. after a total gun ban was introduced. Yep. Okay, the city of Chicago, some of the strictest gun laws in the U.S., has that reduced crime? No, it's gone up 17% since 2012, all right? Think about uh, Which this. was already a ridiculous number. Correct. For our buddy Stephen Shorter over there and Kirian, the U.K., despite the very strict ban on guns in the U.K., the overall rate of violent crime in the U.K. is four times higher than the United States. Okay, how do you like that? In one recent year, there were 2,034 violent crimes per 100,000 people in the U.K. In the United States, there were 466 violent crimes per 100,000. I love when I travel over the world yeah. and they tell me how violent America is. You right. know why America is violent? Because the media perpetuates Absolutely. that. Anytime somebody Absolutely. shoots somebody, they perpetuate it. But we don't hear about any of that in the U.K. No. You have to find out from alternate news media, right? The, EU, the U.K. has the second highest overall crime rate in the E.U., yet in Germany, 
and a few other countries where they still allow gun ownership, they have a pretty low crime. Rate. Yeah, how about Switzerland, where the crime rate is virtually nil? It's amazing. Over the past 20 years, gun sales have exploded, but homicides with firearms are down 39% in the United States, right. and other crimes with firearms are down 69%. Almost every mass shooting that's occurred in the United States since 1950 has taken a place in a state with strict gun control laws, with just one exception. Every public mass shooting in the U.S. since at least 1950 has taken place where citizens are banned from carrying guns. The United States is number one in the world in gun ownership, yet is only 28th in the world in gun murders per 100,000 people. The violent crime rate in the United States fell from 757 per 100,000 to 386 to 100,000 in 2011. During the same time period, the murder rate fell from 9.3 per 100,000 to 4.7 to 100,000. Overall, guns in the United States are used 80 times more often to prevent crime than they are to take lives. Is this in the Harvard study? This is in the Harvard study. Wow. Okay, somebody's getting fired. Somebody's definitely getting Let me fired. see what this uh, puke's name was in Harvard. I'm going back to page one. It's a weird uh, kind of setup. But all of you can Google this. You can, uh, I'll, I'll give you, Harvard University study reveals astonishing link between firearms and gun crime. Yes, yeah, somebody's getting fired, right, oh, Sandy? There's a lot of people getting Are fired. They ha- if they haven't been fired already. So, uh, according to those... Or they'll be ostracized. You know, they'll have their credentials stripped from them, or they'll be, uh, they'll be ridiculed in their commu- scientific community. So here they are. In other words, more firearms, less crime, concludes the virtually unpublicized research report by attorney Don B. Cates and Dr. Gary Mauser. Ooh, Mauser. But the key is firearms in the hands of private citizens, okay? And it's pretty interesting... Uh, that we have this, and everybody should probably download this and keep it and uh, read it and yeah, share and maybe, it with your friends uh, and family. Maybe photocopy a hard copy of it and mail it to your representative. You think? Yeah, that would be good because they're, you know, just flood them with them. Uh, the Which other is thing cost is. going to a buck to mail? Yes. By the way, Florida's concealed carry permits now, the new department uh, head of the agricultural department is an anti-gun Democrat. Oh, yeah. That's going to be good. Yes. Yeah, her name is Nikki Fried, Freed, and uh, she beat Matt Caldwell, and she's going to be re-reviewing the carry permits in New Jersey. That's in New Jersey. In Florida. And Florida. <laughs> <laughs> fighting crime the old-fashioned way? Now cut crime in half the time with a fast, easy money-saving solution. Introducing the Shipbaggerator, this year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of Gun For Hire Radio. The Shipbaggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your Shipbaggerator in the town square open the lid, and drop the shit bag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, ship bags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice ship bags so thin, they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest ship bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters, no problem. 
Just set it to high, and the ship aggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top, drop them in, and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing! Cleanup is a breeze. Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship baggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The ship baggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Call and get yours today. The ship baggerator is available only at Gun for Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. They said it wouldn't last. That was just wishful thinking. Gun for Hire Radio. The most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Seven years running. I'm back. God, I'm so hungry. Uh, this this segment is brought to you by uh, Shooter's Gauntlet. Shooter'sGauntlet.com. Out in Monroton, PA, near Toby Hanna. 1,500-yard high Powered range shooters Toby gauntlet. Hanna, that's like Benny Hanna. I yeah, like Benny something, Hanna. Something like I, now I'm really hungry. Uh, go out and check out Bob Ramo at Shooters Gauntlet. You'll love it there. Check him out, ShootersGauntlet.com. So the last thing I have before I go into some learning, this came from the Trace, and the Trace. If you don't know what the Trace is, I follow them on Twitter, and I went onto their website and I signed up for their email alerts. T R A C E, the Trace. They're an anti-gun website and um, clearinghouse of news. And this I read from them. The majority of mass shooters have a history of serious mental health disorders. Okay? And they say that 60% of the mass shooters have a serious health mental disorder and two-thirds have never been seen by a mental health professional. And we need to address the mental health problems in this country. I almost fell off my chair. Yeah. The whole article did not blame the gun. Wow, that's unusual. And we've been talking about this for years. Maybe we need to address the mental health problems we have in this country and the stigma against mental health. Again, we talk about this all the time. If you're a diabetic, you'll go to the doctor and you'll get insulin or pills or whatever. Uh, If you have high blood pressure, you'll take something. But most people, when they have mental health issues, they won't. And then because there's a chance they'll lose their rights forever... They right. hide it. And yeah. maybe some people hide it too long until they boil over where they hurt themselves or someone else. Right. So maybe if we had a better, clear intervention program, an outlet for people to go to and, and get help without losing their rights and recover and remove that stigma, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe the world would be a much happier place. But no, the media and the left want to focus on the gun. So while we continue to focus on the gun, People will continue to be slaughtered and kill themselves. This has always been our argument. Yes. When you do not identify the problem, you have no chance in hell of fixing it. Correct. So this is going to be my learning segment 
uh, I read these two articles on the trace, which is quite disheartening, but Christmas and Hanukkah is coming right around the corner, and I've had parents coming in with bringing their kids to shoot who got good grades on the report cards, and they introduced them to shooting with rental guns, 22s or whatever. But here's the first one from the trace. A middle school teacher in New York State unintentionally killed his wife as he cleaned his handgun. All right. They were high school sweethearts. They were married, and uh, they have four children, and uh, she died in a tragic accident. The second one is a two-year-old Georgia boy found a gun under his father's pillow and fatally shot himself with it. The toddler had climbed into bed while the man was taking an afternoon nap, and the boy died at a hospital. No charges have been filed yet in either of these cases. So you're going to spend all kinds of crappy money to buy gifts that people don't really care about because they'd rather be with you than get a gift from you. Right. Everybody out there should share this far and wide that all of our friends and family should have their firearms securely locked up. Your defensive firearm should be in some kind of like four button lock safe that I recommend. Trigger locks. Ammo should be locked up. Yep. Do not leave ammo accessible to children. Everybody's upstairs Christmas Day or Hanukkah having fun, and the preteen kids are downstairs in your workshop with your vice in a nail and making a bullet fire, and you're, it blows you're up. Speaking from personal yes. experience. Yes. <laughs> now we took bullets apart, dumped the gunpowder in a hubcap, and lift lit it, and it burnt my eyebrows and eyelashes off when I was a kid. <laughs> Like a flash from a 20s movie. You know, they hold that, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. tee up, poof, and it flashes. I did yeah, that. Good. I hope my parents don't hear this it's show. Great. No, I know. We... So what does it really cost to secure your firearms, to make sure? Don't think because you're the gun guy or girl and you know everything and you can trust your kids. Can you trust your kids' friends? Can you trust right. your extended family's kids and Are your, your kids friends' kids? Are your kids anything like Anthony and me? Yes, mischievous. They watch yes. TV. They play video games. Guns should be locked up and secured. A home act safe costs $99 at one of the big box right. stores. If you want a big safe, it's going to cost you more than that. Trigger locks, case locks, ammo locked up. Do right. not let ammo be accessible to children. Go through your house this weekend for me as you're listening to the show. Do a sweep of your house. Is there anything out there that kids could get their hands on? Is there anything out there that a burglar could get their hands on? It's Christmas time. Houses get robbed. People, burglars look in the door. Amazon delivery guy looks in the door, sees gifts under the tree, and they come back later that night when and they rob the house. Just had a listener send me an email. They have a ring camera on their doorbell. I have the Nest camera, the Nest home on yeah. my doorbell. They had a female Amazon independent delivery person put the package on the porch, right. took a picture of the package on the porch, and then took the package and put it back in her truck, her white van, and drove away with it. Are you serious? Sure, because now she has proof that she I delivered the there. package. Yeah. But homeowner has proof that the package was taken by the same person. Wow. Okay, but that's going to be a lot of heartache. If you put a Ring or Nest camera in, in your house, put a sign up that you have video. Yeah. Go on Amazon.com and buy, you know, uh, you're being taped or whatever signs. Yeah. Put a few on the windows. Put up one on those little stake on the front door. Right. That will stop people from stealing your packages. But full circle, I want to go back. Go through your house. Do an inventory. Is everything locked up? 
Is everything inaccessible from unauthorized persons? Even your older teenage kids, if they're competent with the guns, they should be locked up because friends and family are going to come over. Trigger locks are great. I prefer to have the guns locked up completely. I talk about this all the time. I used to have a house in Whippany. I had a small refrigerator that I drilled holes through the side. I put a hasp lock on it, and I used to store my ammo and my gunpowder in there. It's a nice, safe place to keep it. Yeah, yeah. It was it's wow. just a. I drilled a holes cool in the idea. side. I, I ventilated it so it wouldn't stink because yeah, yeah. the insulation oh, and yeah, refrigerators right. can start stinking. But yeah, I used to keep powder in there, and I used to keep ammo and primers and everything in there, uh, because I told you I had one time I had this doctor come in. He had a bunch of kids, and I asked him. I said, "Is your is your guns locked up?" He said, "Yeah." I said, "Where's your ammo?" She he said, uh, "In one of those uh, wire milk crates in my garage." I said, "Do your kids have access to that?" He's like, yeah. I said, what if one of your kids brings a thirty odd six round to school for show and tell? Goodbye. Or he brings it to school and he gives it to another kid like me yeah. who throws right. it and it hits yeah. the primer and it goes off. Right. He's like, I never thought about securing my ammo. Yeah. Most people fixate on the firearms, okay? Guns should not be under your pillow while you're sleeping. Guns should not be loaded and pointed at a family member while you're cleaning it. Yeah. All right. Every time a tragedy like this happens, it hurts every one of us law abiding gun owners. And obviously it affects the lives and family of everyone involved in that tragedy. There is no room for error anymore. Most of the time when I hear about accidents, it's from experienced people because it's the John Wayne syndrome. If you've never heard that before, cops, cops get killed because they get this John Wayne halo over them. We're like, ah, I've pulled over a thousand punks in my day, and right. they lower their guard. It's the same for us, ladies and gentlemen, that are listening. We get this John Wayne syndrome. Well, I'm a gun person, and my stuff is secure. My daughter's coming home from college, and she knows not to touch my guns. But you go out to dinner, and she comes home with two of her knucklehead friends from college, right. and one of those is one of those guys, you know, he's all pierced up with skinny jeans and a douche knot on top, and he's never touched a gun before. And he's like, ooh, uh, you know, uh, can I see one of your dad's guns? And you never know. You don't know the mental stability. You can't vouch for anybody. Right. Lock. So my message, my Christmas learning thing is lock your shit up. That goes, too, for any other weapons you might have, any other knives or anything, like yeah, big tactical right, stuff exactly. that you have laying around or something. Keep it locked up. Yeah. You know, again, you still want to have a defensive firearm accessible. It should be in some kind of lockbox. What do I talk about all the time? My favorite lockbox is the one with the four plastic black buttons yeah, on top and the right, little turn thing. Right too. No batteries required. Right. No biometric. If you have biometric, if your finger is sweaty... Or cut. Or bloody. Bloody. It doesn't read the, the reader. You won't be able to open it. Now, what I do is my little biometric safe that I have next to my bed, not biometric, my little four-button safe I have next to my bed, I have my uh, multivitamin, my Centrum uh, Senior in there. And every morning, I open that box, take a vitamin out, and put it back in. It's in the bottom left corner of the box, and my self-defense gun, a light stick, spare keys, and a flashlight, and spare batteries are in there, and two magazines, by the way. But what that does for me is muscle memory. I get 365 lessons a year, opening and closing that box. So if the shit ever hits the fan and I have to open it up immediately... I don't even have to think about it. Right, I've sorry, been doing the yeah. same thing for like seven years now, yeah, Sandy. Yeah. I can be talking to you on the phone, looking at the TV, and bend down and open that box. Right. Okay? Now, like guys like New Jersey Concealment Furniture, Dan Ingram, he makes a lot of stuff like that. If you have young kids in the house, you should use it with the four-button lock on it. 
if you don't have young kids in the house, he makes stuff that just has a little magnet card reader or whatever that you carry on you or you store it somewhere. Some really cool stuff, and, you know, he's done a lot for me and my den and everything, so I have it down. But there's no excuse for anybody listening to the show, and you have to share it with your friends and family. As gun people, we should be able to go up to our Uncle Joe and say, Uncle Joe, you know, you know you have those guns laying around. It's just you in the house, but, you know, Mary and the kids come over. All the time. Right. So as a Christmas gift, I bought you a $79 HOMAC steel yep. cabinet with two shown keys that you can store your stuff in now. Uh, the other thing we could think about, and next time I'm on Parents Are Hard to Raise, we'll talk about it again, too, is because I get this a lot from cops where they get phone calls where the, the spouse can't remember where they put the gun as they get older. Wow. They can't remember where they put the gun. They can't remember what they did with it. They can't remember where it is. And so that's something else to think about as the the parents or grandparents get older and the mental capacity starts to diminish. It's our job to come in and Ahead take of care of it. Yeah. You know, if you have grandpa that hasn't touched his guns in 15 years uh, and he doesn't even know about them anymore, it might be a good time to do a transfer of them or something anyway, or address it and take care of it, sure. and, and not wait until something happens. You know, elder people sometimes get a little delusional. They might hear something or think something. The last thing we want them to do is get the gun and shoot through the door or something. Right. You know, it's happened before. Or with, that the fact know. that, you know, that they don't even know that it's there anymore. They're, they completely forgot about it. Correct. And now somebody breaks into the house, or a plumber or, or whoever comes in the house and, and, and lifts it. That's not great. Uh, stolen all the time. Guns get stolen all the time. One of our listeners, Pete, uh, he had a gun stolen. He thinks it was stolen by uh, his kids and their friends in the house. And lo and behold... Uh, about two years later, he was contacted by the police. It was used in a crime. He wow. didn't even know it was gone. Wow. That happens. You should have a good inventory of your guns. Yeah. Uh, you should have inventory with a description and a value so your loved ones, in case anything happens. Yeah, date you bought a kid, yeah. especially in New Jersey, it's good to keep the paperwork. Correct. The All the paperwork should be together in a fire safe or a safe deposit box yeah. or something, uh, 100%. So just little tips like this, you really, really need to take stock in everything around you, your friends, your family, your loved ones. Uh, talk to everybody. Now's a good time at the dinner table, you know, Christmas or Hanukkah. You know, so moishi. You got any guns in the house? You do? Oh, well, let's talk. You know, I have this safe and I store them this way. It's it's a great time to have that adult discussion without the kids around for everybody to be helping their friends and families out. You know, if we could prevent one tragedy, uh, that's one less than that has to hurt us and it's going to hurt other people. It's also a good idea to, if you own a firearm, get at least some basic firearms training. Correct. Correct. Everybody should take at least the NRA basics of pistol shooting. Absolutely. Uh, so I we teach that here, by the way. Shameless plug. Urban shotgun, urban pistol, holster draw, uh, urban carbine, low light, no light, uh, quick clock class, CPR first aid AED, defensive pen, defensive knife, defensive cane. And then once springtime comes around yonder, we're also going to be having that 1,500-yard shooting clinics again out at Shooter's Gauntlet. Send some money to my boys, the cheeseman Gillard case. Restore-carry-nj. Please. <laughs> I am O-U-T out. O-U-T out? O-U-T out. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun Fryer Radio. Gun Fryer Radio is a Counterthink Media production. The music is in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. 
On behalf of my host here, Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun For Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. Please, guys, each one, reach one. It is a very serious thing we were talking about today. If you have firearms, store them properly. Get some basic training. Winston, is that true? Winston, Winston, Winston. All right. Love you guys. See you next week.